Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. And on today's show, we are going to talk about some top places to sit back and relax at Walt Disney World. Believe it or not, you can actually relax. I know. Everyone out there is probably like, what? But you can actually relax in Walt Disney World. My favorite episode. Your favorite episode. I knew it. I knew <laughs> this would be your favorite one. Not. <laughs> That's not true. You love to relax. To a point. Mm, I, to no. a po- I don't know if I'd love I- to relax. Well, let me just interrupt you there. I think I f- that- like To me, relaxing is different than the normal person. But I will say that the... The out of every place that we have gone to and traveled to, I think I've actually seen you the most relaxed cer- certain times at Walt Disney World. Which See, is- like to me, relaxing is going down the volcano slide at the Polynesian with the kids. <laughs> That's true too. Obviously, we're there to have fun. I mean, it's Walt Disney World for good. You know, I mean, people don't go down there to just veg out on the you know sand all day. But a lot of times, people need a break and they need to kind of like just reassess where they are for a minute and just take a break from everything. There's kind of sensory overload sometimes. And instead of just thinking about what the next attraction that they're going to see, maybe, you know, just taking some time to just sit back and reflect really. I agree. I think that a lot of people come back from their vacation and they say they need another vacation, but if they use maybe a little bit of time to find these places to chillax a little bit for a while, they wouldn't need to. They don't have to rush around from ride to ride as much as you think you do. Exactly. And I think that also, you know, it kind of recharges your battery, you know, it makes you kind of be able to do more than, you know, if you try to rush every minute into the whole day, because it's hard, you know, when you go down there, you really want to see it all. But most of the time, I feel like seeing it all is taking these little breaks. So that's why I want really why I wanted to do this show today. I think taking a break in the middle of the day is the difference of having to be cranky at seven or eight o'clock at night and having to leave early or being able to stay till, you know, nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night when the park really closes. Totally. So we can do just the theme parks, places to relax in the theme parks or outside the theme parks. But I figured, figured we could just, you know, not sort of specify on each um, spot. Let's just do it in the general resorts and parks. Yeah. So if you want to go, we're not going to do where you can relax in the world? <laughs> well, I figured, you know, because I have specific places like in the Magic Kingdom that I like to relax, in Epcot that I like to relax, but I figured let's just do, you know, a show where it's just kind of general, like where oh. I like to do. I have to restart my list because my first one's actually Texas. Oh, it is? Yeah, you probably should take that out. Okay. All right. All right, so who's going to go first, you or me? You can go first if actually, you're ready. I want to go first. You go first. Me? Yeah. Okay, so this one is a no-brainer, and I'm sure you're gonna you're going to agree, and a lot of people out there are going to agree. But a lot of people out there don't necessarily realize that they can do this. But one of my favorite places to relax. Actually, is... I'll go first. No, I'm oh, you cut me no, off. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just joking. <laughs> I was in the zone. <laughs> okay, so back to to where I was headed. Well, sorry about that. <laughs> that's fine. I was afraid you're gonna take my one. I know. I can tell. I can sense your, yeah. Okay. So 
the beaches at the Polynesian Resort at night. I love going down there. And a lot of people think, oh, well, if we're not staying there, how can you go down to the resort? You can visit the resorts. You can go to the, when you get to the resort, you can tell the person at the gate that you're either dining there or you can just say you're checking out the resort and you're more than welcome to do this. In fact, Disney really welcomes you to come in and check out. I mean, you're not supposed to use a pool, um, but. Whoops. Yeah, which they're actually enforcing new, like, I think they're going to have the the um, key, your your magic band to unlock. Um, they are. Yeah, because. At the Polynesian, they are. Yeah, yeah. Which Just they like never, they do at the beach club already. Right, exactly. It's kind of where it all started. But anyway, you can actually go to these resorts and they welcome you because that's how you're going to get to know, you know, where you want to stay the next time you visit. And hopefully there'll be a next time. But um, this is kind of how we ended up at the Polynesian the first time. And we just went to the pool area bar, I think, or we were up in the lobby. We grabbed a drink. Kids grabbed themselves a Shirley Temple. And we went outside and sat on the beach. And the tiki torches were lit. The music was playing in the background. There was um, Hawaiian music, like luke- ukulele music in the background. You can see the castle glowing from the, from the um, lagoon. It was just... It's just one of my favorite places to unwind and really appreciate life right there. I can't even – I get goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs> that was on my list. I bet it was. It, it's, it's, it's something that everyone should experience even if you're – like I said, you don't have to stay at the Polynesian in order to go check out the resort. Grab some sushi if you can at the Kona Cafe. You can take out the sushi. You can – just hang out and relax. It's just so beautiful, especially, again, at night with those tiki lamps lit. It's just out of this world. I didn't have it at night. I actually had it during the day, and mine was to hang out in one of the hammocks that they have on the beach there during the oh, day. Oh, that is nice, too. Yeah, so that's what I had. I didn't have it at night. But uh, so, I like yours. I do like going there. I remember the, our first uh, t- uh, visit to the Polynesian. We the kids watch the movie on the beach and play it in the sand and it's it's nice because when you go to Florida sometimes it can be real hot and I don't know why but the Polynesian beach and the Floridian beach if it's the breeze coming off the lake there but it's always a little bit cooler than it is everywhere else so it could be really hot somewhere else you go to that part and they get that nice breeze coming in it's always a little bit chilly so bring a sweatshirt if you do do that that's one tip yeah but it is it's like nice and relaxing yeah like hot and you get that breeze so it's nice I really. That's one of my favorite things to do every time we go. I agree. So your other one was hammock, like my, laying on the hammock there. Well, yeah, laying in the hammock in the on the beach. That is definitely a way to relax. It's very relaxing. At any resort, you can hit hit any resort, and they have the hammocks. Even at the, um, I think one of my favorite ones was at the the Caribbean Beach Resort, hanging in the. Uh, but you're not going to specifically go to the Caribbean Beach Resort to lay on a hammock. I mean, it's such a big piece of property that unless you're staying there, you don't necessarily go to visit. No, the thing about the Polynesian or the Floridian is you can just, if you're at the magic kingdom, take a break, hop on the monorail and go over there for an hour and lay on the beach and take a break. And then you can go right back to the magic kingdom. You don't have to be staying at that resort in order to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. The Caribbean beach resort, you'd have to drive. It wouldn't be too relaxing getting on the bus. It'd be the opposite of actually relaxing. True. Yeah, you hop on a bus and go over the Caribbean Beach Resort. That'd be, that'd be the worst relaxing tip ever. <laughs> that would be the how not to relax. Yeah, that's our next show. How not to relax. Get on a bus anywhere at Disney. <laughs> okay, so 
Give me one of yours. Okay, and now I don't know what I should do. I don't know if I should do my next one because I know what's going to be on your list and I just want to take it off. Mm. Or I should give you one that I wanted to give you for the next one. I hope I, I think our audience must already know how competitive we are. Yeah. <laughs> we always try to outdo one another. Oh, man, I will knock my kid over to play in a basketball game to win. So. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, did I just say that on the air? Yeah. That's right. They know me anyway. All right, um, I'm going to say the couches in the Floridian lobby while they're playing jazz music at night. Oh, that was one of mine. You stole it. Come on. You had me at the jazz music. Quick story about our last visit. I know you know this, but we went with our brother and sister-in-law and their kids. And uh, we always do theme nights, right? Yeah. Well, we like to – we have fun with it. So this happened to be a a Hawaiian theme night? Yeah. And I don't know why we chose Hawaiian theme night to go to the Floridian, but it just happened to be that way. Uh, yeah. I um, so anyway, me and my brother-in-law had the same exact Hawaiian shirt on, and we're sitting at the beach watching the movie before our reservation, and everybody's at the beach. So me and him decided to go, hey, let's go check out, walk around the hotel. And all I, I don't know why I didn't notice this in the beginning, but everybody was being super nice to us. Aww. And then I realized that we're looking at artwork, we're looking at the the – band play we're sitting on the couch listening to the music we're checking out the it was christmas time so we're checking out the uh gingerbread house and all of a sudden we stop to look at this big giant doily on the wall and it dawns on me that we're two guys walking around the floridian listening to jazz music wearing the same shirt they were being nice because they thought you were honeymooning yeah they did they really thought we were they would thought we were on vacation together because we were we were doing everything except hold hands you were honeymooning all. Yeah, they thought so that was that was hilarious. Afterwards, I was like, I can't, be, I cannot believe we just walked around like that with the wearing the same shirt. I didn't even notice it, but it was it was hey, quite funny. Anything to get that royal treatment. We actually got an upgrade. <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah, we got a better table at our dinner reservation for that. So yeah. the Grand Floridian, I've actually, and you know this, but I've danced in that lobby. Yes, I have like, it on I've video. It is the most relaxing hangout spot. Just that live jazz music that they play. That band is unreal. Like they just have it all together and they play so well. And it's just so cool because you feel regal in there. You feel like you've stepped into this like new world and everyone's fancy. I just love it. Yeah, it's very fancy, but it's not fancy where you feel unwelcomed like i always feel like i shouldn't be there but it's just me. <laughs> well that's besides the point because <laughs> yeah, i really shouldn't be anywhere yeah but they don't make it stuffy yeah i think that the misconception is like oh i can't bring my kids because and we thought know. that in the beginning too when we first yeah we wanted to stay at the floridian but we thought it would be you know with little kids um we thought maybe it wouldn't be an appro- it would be uh, not appropriate for us to stay but it's disney like everything's appropriate for kids i just feel like it's just I don't know. It's it's very very feels very like regal real. I don't know. I I love I do love that part of the Grand Floridian and I they've done a wonderful job with that, you know, um making you feel extra special but not like you said, you feel welcomed at the same time because it is Disney and you do have kids, so Yeah. I mean of, they know they know that. Yeah. I mean, it's on the monorail to the Magic Kingdom, you know, so right. obviously it's got to work, but yeah. That's probably my number one favorite spot, actually, to relax. Go there. It's, I think they usually play at night. I know we've had dinner reservations at 7 or 8 o'clock at night, and 
they've been playing. So I don't know if it's every single night, but it's probably most it nights. Like it that we were, yeah. Every time we've gone there to eat, they've been playing. So it's been that's probably a tie for me as far as it being the jazz music and then or the Polynesian beach. Um, but I couldn't agree with you more. It's I think uh, mine is the jazz music just because we're going to eat after. So true, you're in, like excited you get to go eat dinner. Yeah. It's always leading up to eating at the Grand Grand Floridian. All right, so what's your? Uh, so we did. So far, we have the beach at night at the Polynesian, the Floridian at night. How come all ours at night? <laughs> I don't know. Is the point of this show to have like someone relax during the day? All right, so let's. All right, so I, that. I have one during the day. If you want me to go, if that's okay, I can do two in a row. That's fine. Okay, so my next one is at the Magic Kingdom, and it's actually take the boat ride over to Tom Sawyer's Island, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna walk around the island a little bit, go in the tunnels with the kids, and then you're gonna hop over to was it Aunt Molly's in the back? Yeah. yeah. And you're gonna sit on a, the rocking chairs there. And you're just gonna hang out. You're just gonna hang out and relax in the rocking chairs. You're for, gonna people watch. Yeah, while for like a good 15, 20 minutes. While the good thing about that is you can let your kids kind of run around the island because it's an island; they can't get off. Oh yeah. You know. They didn't we they're not going to get lost, and if they do, you just say, you "Okay, do. let's meet here in 20 minutes." So then you can just sit back in the rocking chair. People watch. You get to see the haunted mansion over there, the steamboat right across from you, and you get to see all the uh, happenings along Adventureland as well. I love people watching, rocking on that rocking chair, but. They need to add some more rocking chairs because we're usually a family of 11. I think there's only like five rocking chairs, so we're always arguing over who gets the chair. Or you can uh, just do what we do. If there's people sitting there, just kind of like all 11 of us just kind of like talk around. over them. And then they just get up and leave, and then we get the rocking chairs. We don't do it rudely. No, no. We do it politely, as polite as possible. We ask to sit on their laps sometimes. <laughs> that is a, a really great place to kind of chill out. It's weird, too, because you're still at the Magic Kingdom and you're psyched and you can't wait to see everything. And you know that, you know, you only have a certain amount of hours in the day in order to see every attraction. But taking that time, hanging out, it's just, I don't know. It's so relaxing. and It's hard. I understand that people are probably like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to the Magic Kingdom to relax. Maybe it's your only time you get to go. I mean, we've gone a lot. Not everybody gets to go as many times as we do and have. So yeah. Maybe it's, I, if, even if it's your first trip and you're trying to get everything in at once, you're not going to enjoy it as much as if you just take a little break and say, even though I can only come here one time, that 15 to 20 minute break you take in the middle of your day to to do that on the rocking chair will probably be the best be the best part of your day. And. It doesn't, like you said, it can be 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour of your day, even if a half an hour or 20. Or if you're like me, like five seconds, you sit in the rocket chair, you do two rocks, and you're like, all right, that's enough. Yeah, Bruce is like, yeah, exactly. His, his battery's recharged within and five then I go get lost on the island, I have to call for backup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Where are you? Oh, I'm scared. So mine kind of had a similar similar um kind of area that you're talking about but i actually relax on the well it's the um steamboat that goes around that lake that's that tom sawyer is on ah i really love grabbing a popcorn and i know like every time i talk about relaxing sometimes it has to do with food but 
it's it's popcorn's a wicked easy snack. It's convenient and quick. And if you're not on the dining plane, it's cheap enough and filling that you can grab enough for the kids. And I didn't know this, but you can actually bring it on the boat. Yeah, you can, you're allowed to bring food and drink on there. Yeah, so you can hang out, relax. There's a nice breeze that goes by on a hot summer Florida day, or um, and you're eating your popcorn. You're just kind of chilling out, and you can see the island from above. It's really neat. I love I love that attraction. I don't think that it gets enough credit. And it's also one of um, it's from isn't it Walt Disney? Uh, rec- like um, he wait, stop me if you know what I'm saying. Okay, I don't know what you're saying, so I'm gonna leave you going. <laughs> Uh, but it was recreated because he had taken oh his, on the mississippi his boat yeah. on the mississippi yeah yeah so that also part it's a of replica it. of the boat that he took on the mississippi when he lived in missouri and part of his best success he attributes a lot of his success his success to taking that break right and 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 really just stepping back i mean he was really getting to a point where he thought he was going to have a nervous breakdown and just taking some time to reflect kind of and that's what it all is about you know just live in the moment and just kind of reflect and take take some time to enjoy some of that quality time with the family yeah it's, um, it's a nice boat ride i really like that i really and the kids like it too so it's kind of cool it's actually kind of surprising to me you sometimes i think i'm hesitant to take these little mini breaks because i feel like the kids are going to put up a stink and they end up actually enjoying themselves and they never really give me trouble like they i think really... they need a break too sometimes they get overstimulated yeah. and it's just a lot going on at one time it's good to just take a break it and even if you can make them yeah i really i couldn't agree with you more i just feel like don't be scared to tell your kids you know what this is what we're going to do now they might huff and puff for a minute because it's not thrilling but once they're on there they forget all about it and they just kind of chill out and they're happier kids. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And by happier kids, I mean my 36-year-old husband is happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm much happier because we got popcorn. <laughs> and he took a break. Yeah. Okay, so. So how many is that? We I, I did three. You did two? Yeah. So the show's over, right? That's it. Drop no, the mic. No, just show's not over. <laughs> Drop the mic. We can go to bed now. Oh, seriously? You dropped the mic? No, I'm just kidding. I just <laughs> just, just, just tricking you. Okay, I was, okay. You really thought I'd drop, drop the mic? For a minute there. This is an expensive microphone. I wouldn't do that. So, okay. So, so far, so we have Tom Sawyer's Island. So, we have the two resorts. Now, we're in the Magic Kingdom. Now, let's get out of the Magic Kingdom, maybe, and do some place, either another resort area or another park where you like to kind of take a break. So you – is it your turn or mine? Well, you kind of did two in a row. Maybe I should do two in a row. Okay. Do you have one? I do. All right. What's your next one? My next one is a leisurely stroll again at night. What the heck? I don't know why. But I don't know what happens to me at night. I guess I could become alive. Uh, a leisurely stroll over on the boardwalk. down. Ah. I love that. That's a good one. I didn't that have is, that on my list. Oh, that is one of my favorite things. It's just leisurely. You just kind of hang out. There, there's fun stuff to do down there. Trust, you know, there's bike rentals that we've done, but very just, fun, by the way. Very, very fun. Um, and there is a cafe there, a bakery that has unbelievable dessert. Also very fun. Also very fun. But if you just just to go down there and just walk around on the boardwalk itself, it's so relaxing. Everything kind of lights up and twinkles, and you can walk past the yacht club and beach club 
it's just really cool. And if you can catch a movie on the beach while you're walking past those resorts, extra fun and special. You can see Epcot in the distance. It's just a really, really relaxing place. I love it. I love what they've done down there. Not a lot of people know about the boardwalk area. Um, if you don't have transportation, like if you're utilizing Disney's transportation, there's actually no bus that goes directly to the boardwalk. So as we did, we had to take the Disney uh, bus to one of the resorts. With the Yacht Club or the Beach Club or the boardwalk. Yeah. So that's just something to keep in mind. It's really tucked away, which I think that's part of why it is so relaxing. It's not that many people down there. It's not crowded. Um, and part of going down there, too Again, those rocking chairs, but inside the boardwalk, well, right outside the boardwalk hotel, there's some rocking chairs out there that just overlook the boardwalk, and I love hanging out down there. There's a grassy area, too. The kids get to go down there, do some cartwheels. They love that. So much fun. Actually, if you're at the, if you're at Epcot, you can just walk right out there. Well, yeah, so if you want, if you're at Epcot and you just want to take a break and go maybe to the beach club or to the yacht club and check it out, you can actually just walk right out. There's a there's a uh, causeway there. Yeah, that's an extra bonus right there. Yeah, I really love uh, hanging out down there. I can't say enough. It reminds me a lot of as, as a kid. Uh, downtown Disney used to be more of what the boardwalk is. Um, it was very very quiet. A couple of bakeries, a couple of ice cream stands. Right. And it over and so. That brings me back to my childhood. Well, that's because now they're changing the boardwalk. Is, I think the boardwalk will always stay like that, like yeah. more nostalgic in a old old school boardwalk. And then now with Disney Springs, it's going to be Disney Springs is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, for sure, Disney Springs. But it's yeah. going to be like a whole different feel, like you said. Yeah. Sorry, I think I interrupted you like three times there. No, it's fine. I'm used to it. Yeah. <laughs> I think our listeners are getting used to it. Yeah. But I, you know, I think. That's part of it. I don't know. And again, it's not that thrilling. And you'd think that the kids would be bored over down there and, you know, give us a hard time. But they're not. They're happy to walk around and see. I think it's just so beautiful that they can't help but feel kind of in this magical place. I know it sounds sounds like stereotypical magical, but it just it really does transport you into a, another place. And everywhere. It's a must, yeah. If you, if you ever go to Disney, you got to stop at the boardwalk and just – Take a walk around at night. Just hang out. Yeah. Yeah, totally. For sure. So do you have another one? I do. My next one is going to be in Hollywood Studios. Ooh. And it's the Writer's Stop Bookstore. Now, rumor had it that that was supposed to change. I'm not sure if it is or if it's true. But rumor has it that is one of my favorite places as well. And that's yeah. tucked away. Not many people know about that place. I don't know if it's going to be there. I mean, rumor has it that that, uh, and I think the Hollywood Studios in the next five to seven years is going to be completely different. Completely. And D twenty three Expo in California probably announce Star Wars Land and Pixar Land in Hollywood Studios, which means where the bookstore is, you know, Jack Sparrow's old ride, um, the writers' stop. They're not the bookstore, but the writers' place where you can go. Uh, animate draw draw your own stuff yeah that officially i think closed yeah same with the ride the ride in the back what's the what's that called it's on the tip of my tongue the attraction which one yeah. well you go on the bus and you go like down the oh the back, back lot tour floor? yeah oh. that's closed too so my favorite i know i was you don't understand how much that pains me but i know so, that he is going to come out with great stuff so yeah 
But it's going to happen probably when we're 80. No, by, by the time quick. it's finished. No, they're not going to be. Disney's quick, but they do it right. So it's not always that quick. Look at Disney Springs. Disney Springs has been a year and a half, two year project now. That's true. They do take their time to make sure it's meticulous and well thought out and works for the type of people. You know, people are expect to have a certain level of expectation. So it has to be met. Otherwise, right. you know. So I think that maybe by the time you're listening to this podcast, a writer stop might not be there. But if oh. it is, definitely stop by. We actually, I actually just found it on our last trip a couple of years ago. So I know how I've gone to Hollywood Studios a dozen times, and I've never been there before. And then we didn't even existed. No, we, they have the best coffee, okay. best desserts. Little, they can read all kinds of Disney books. They have chairs where you can relax. And it's so quiet in there because nobody really knows about it. <laughs> that it's just best- people coming in and out. You gotta try the carrot cake cupcake. <laughs> Sorry yeah. to go back to food, but the carrot cake cupcake and a and a and a, a, a frozen coffee is a must. <laughs> yes, I just love that place. I really, really hope that it doesn't change. But if it does, you know that's okay too. I know it that always changes for the better. D- Disney doesn't exactly. change anything to make it worse. I know, and exactly so. But it is that is a great pick and. Sad to say that we just discovered it, and if it does change, that kind of stinks because we just found it. But right. just goes to show you that you can go down to Disney World so many times, like we have, and still be surprised and find something new that you haven't seen before. So you know what it, it takes. It takes that what this this particular podcast is all about. Not this podcast in general, but this episode is. It takes that take that five seconds to kind of look around because you discover so many new things when you're there that you never knew existed. And if you are constantly going from ride to ride to ride to ride and so regimented that you don't take five seconds to look around, you don't catch these little spots that, that we've missed for all these years and finally found it. Exactly. I totally agree with you on that. So if I have one more on my list, but do you have any more? I do. Okay. But- is it? You can, if you want to go ahead, you are very welcome to. Go ahead. No, I don't want to go. Go ahead. You go. Oh, because you don't want to overshadow me? No, it's just because I'm I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to talk about the next one. Okay. So my, one of my things, and this one costs money. So, you know, that can be sometimes a negative because I like to do a lot of, as you know, things that are cool. Can I guess what it is? Yeah. Is it a taxi ride instead of a bus ride after you're done with the parks? <laughs> My favorite ways to relax. Yeah, that's pretty relaxing. No, but that's a good one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, invest that ten bucks and get a cab. <laughs> they actually have Uber now in Uber in uh, Disney. They approved the Uber. Yes, and rumor has it that Uber ride will be half is half the amount of a Disney taxi cab. So if you pay twenty dollars for a taxi cab, you could probably get an Uber for 10 to 12 dollars but you might it might take you a little bit longer to get the ride but you'll pay half the money well the resort itself if you stay remember when we had taken a taxi as long as you don't go out of the Walt Disney World resort it's pretty inexpensive to get to point a to point b with a taxi so that's it's like 20 dollars minimum you're gonna spend 20 dollars with tip i mean well with tip yeah definitely but it's worth it especially after a long night and a full belly and you just yes. want to go back to your resort. Totally. So, um, this one costs money. No, it's not a taxi, but that was very good. Good. I'm glad you added that in. Um, <laughs> I love relaxing on a pontoon boat. Think that it's only 30 minutes or 40 minutes. I know it can be pricey if you go longer than that, but it is the most relaxing 
fun, just to hang out, go on that lake. And my, my particular location is on the Seven Seas Lagoon because I think that part of being out there and seeing the original resorts and seeing the Magic Kingdom um, with, with the castle in the background and all that definitely makes it it's a more of a bonus, but just hanging out there with the kids and just kind of relaxing and looking at nature while you're on that lake, there's nothing better. I really, that was probably the most, every time I think about, you know, my last vacation, I think about those 30 minutes more and more than hours and hours at any park. Yeah. Those are the, the, the pond. And you actually get a, if you do do a Disney vacation package, they actually give you a discount coupon in your, uh, with your package that no, I'm sure a lot of people don't use. Or forget to put in their suitcases before they leave, which I've yep. done that in the past too. Yep. Um, you know, as soon as you get those magic band and those coupons, stuff them in your uh, suitcase right away because you will forget them. But yeah, you do get that discount, which we I think we had in the we left in the resort room and we went and grabbed and handed it to the lady. Um, there's minute maximums that you're allowed to do on the. I think it's a maximum of ten. So if you're a bigger group, but. Um, you know, it is 10 because we're 11. We couldn't do it if you had two boats. And you do need a license yeah. to drive it. And they will watch you. There's people out on the lake that, that monitor the lake. So they're not you're not allowed to have your kids drive, even though they're tempted. Because yeah. um, it's a, quite a big lake. So you would think that they could you know jump on that driver's seat and nothing would happen. But they do monitor it, which is good. It's keep everybody safe out there. But a lot of people, I think, miss this opportunity because it's such a short window, 30 to 40 minutes or so. And, you know, it can be pricey without that coupon too. So they're thinking, oh, you know, for that short amount of time, I want to spend this amount of money. But it really is the most fun and relaxing thing to do out there. I really just think about that all the time when we're out there. And I, I just um, reflect back and, and loved every minute of it. So, And if you do rent a pontoon boat from, say, the Floridian or the – Polynesian and you're on seven seas lagoon take the waterway right next to the contemporary and it brings you to another lake near um the cabins at fort wilderness which most people don't get to see from the water you can see the yeah. seven seas lagoon because you go around the monorail or you take the boat across but most people don't get to see that waterway unless you actually stay at fort wilderness yeah, that's true. That's a great point. I Which is a cool for us to see the for the water near Fort Wilderness and then to come back and see the contemporary kind of at a different view, which we've never seen before, which was cool. That was really cool. Just being out there, it just was such a neat experience. And it was relaxing. It was easy-ish to, to drive that pontoon boat. I was nervous for you, but you picked it up right away and it was pretty pretty easy and yeah they do they, they're super easy to drive it's like driving a car they don't go that fast so yeah so it was neat and um you'll have life jackets on what's the worst that could happen yeah you know i mean fall in the water you float to the contemporary <laughs> things could be worse right yeah, what's, yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know what i think i'm gonna wrap it up with that being my last one i know i can probably go on and on and list a lot more but i think that that i, I think i list my top places that i like to go to relax I wouldn't mention the Animal Kingdom at all. We didn't. And no. we didn't really mention Epcot itself at all. No, we didn't. But, you know, that's okay because we can do another show of our top places to relax in the in the parks. It's, I had People Mover on mine too. Yeah, People Mover without a doubt. People, you need to go on that. That is a nostalgic ride that that 15 minutes that you're on there really is the most fun and relaxing thing ever. It's, I hope it, that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the really relaxing ride. It's a 
it's a relaxing ride that is a ride as well because you get to see lots of stuff. So you get to relax and still see stuff rather than just kind of chilling out. Right. My kind of relaxing. Totally. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) You're relaxing and doing something at the same time. Perfect. Yeah. So that's it. Drop that mic because we're done. (laughs) Yep. Walking away. Walking away. Um, Yeah, exactly. So I hope everyone out there gets a chance to do some of these because, again, even if your kids put up a stink, you think that they're not going to be too excited to take a five-minute break. Trust me, they won't. you won't be sorry, and they will be happy afterwards. They'll be better off. You'll be better off. I know that um, it's just part of Disney going down there that a lot of people forget to do. That's why, you, you know, I don't even know what I was just going to say there. All right, that's what we're here for. All right, that's it, I guess. <laughs> All right, so Bruce, tell us, tell everyone where they can find us. All right, so go to www.unlocking. Do I have to say www. Still, you know what? I think let's. I think it's 2015. If you don't know what w, <laughs> to press in www. We'll beep you. We'll beep you we'll the information if you don't know what that means, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, so, so go to unlockingthemagic.com. You can there. You can find all the show notes and all the, uh, you know. We have I don't know, show notes and cheat sheet for this episode, I guess. What What is it called? Cheat sheet. Where can they find us on Twitter? Unlock the magic on Twitter and on Facebook. Same thing. Great. Keep- Soon coming other stuff. So everything that we mentioned in the show, all kidding aside, everything that we mentioned in the show, um, you know, where these places are, we'll, we'll have them listed out with a little description of them in the, uh, in the show notes for this episode. This is episode number four. I think it's no. This is an episode number four. What am I talking about? What episode is this? I, I knew it was an episode number four, so I was fourteen. No, it's not fourteen either. It's all right. This is the heavily epi- edited episode of the Unlocking the Magic podcast. How about that? Perfect. Sounds I good. Could, I couldn't have said it better myself. All right, so so see you next time, everybody. See ya.